to the Game Central podcast number 19. 19, and we're all here. We've got the old gang back. Do you want gaming news? We have it. Do you want entirely baseless opinions? We have them too. Do you want to destroy a fledgling gaming podcast that has just started to find its feet after 19 weeks of hard work gathering momentum? No, neither do we. (laughs) So it wouldn't be a podcast without people to speak. And lending their talents this week, we have the original team back. He was not here last week, and this week he has been quite a hard man to get hold of. Although it hasn't been too hard for his new housemate, who gets hold of him at least twice a day (laughs) from behind. In a return, it's about as welcome as Gary Glitter in a primary school playground. It is Guy Whitlock. Hi, Guy. How you doing? Hello! (laughs) Wow! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was a bit too much, guy. Do you want to turn it down a bit? That sounded a bit sarcastic. Did it? Sorry. Yeah. So, right. Hello, Rob. How are you? Oh, this is unsettling. How are you this evening? <laughs> I'll tone <laughs> him down in editing. So, yeah, just tone him down. Put his voice down a few decibels. <laughs> so he sounds normal. Uh, you alright, guy? You seem to have uh, gotten quite good at radio broadcasting. Have you had any practice over the last few weeks? Nope. No? Not been hanging around with any other people? Nope. Not doing any other radio shows? Nope. Good, good. Talking of primary school playgrounds, the next oh. host can often be found climbing over the fence to play Pokemon with the children. Knocking them unconscious and placing them in a sack before jumping back over the fence. He has two so far, but he's determined to catch them all. It is Gareth Williams, who is sweating like Conan in a cave. How are you doing, Gareth? Uh, I'm doing all right. It's times like this, with this kind of temperature, that really makes you wish that you got a haircut. No, it doesn't. Okay! Well, that is absolutely brilliant. My name is Robert Walker. I've got a trendy haircut, uh, which is kind of like uh, Sergio Aguero, where it's kind of shaved on one side, long on the top, and kind of uh, flicked over. How about you, Guy? Sorry, what? What kind of hairstyle you got going on? At oh, home? I'll just le- let it do its own thing, really. Which is you know? quite nice. My hair's a free spirit. Like right, me. You, you are very, uh, you are very uh, inward thinking, and I like this new spirituality that you found that could only Thanks. come after a subliminal quest, which you have been undertaking. Sub- yep. Excuse Sub- me, guy. Look, you didn't what? tell me where you were moving. They would have what? <laughs> I can't help that. That's outside. Well, you're going to have to help it, Guy, because... Well, I can't help it. Professionalism. Do you want me to go kill the dog? Yes. Well, no I'm way. not going to. Guy, look, you could have asked when you were moving in, do you have dogs? Oh, let me close the windows then. <laughs> close the windows and sweat. You bloody deserve it. If I close the windows, I'm going to have to get topless. You realise that? Topless with dogs barking everywhere. <laughs> you're going to be sweating. A day in the life. Do you, do you regret the move now, Guy? <laughs> oh dear. Oh, someone's at the door. I wonder who that is. <laughs> Maybe you heard that you're No one will even phone. notice. <laughs> there we go. Right. Guy, are you ready? Yeah. On with the news. No, today we have got a great show coming up for you. We have a new section which is coming up next. We have a lovely 
game show called Anagram Caravan. And Caravan is an anagram itself of a car van. Now, Guy, I don't know about you, but I've really missed your tapping away at the keys. Uh, and Guy, <laughs> oh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> is research Halo 5. It doesn't matter where Guy goes in the world, he'll always be accompanied by his rather annoying keyboard, <laughs> which will be the bane of our existence. So we've got Anagram Caravan coming up, which is going to be a whole lot of different gaming anagrams. And Guy and Gareth are going to have to use their collective subconscious to unscramble them and make sense of what game it is. We've also got, what have we been playing? And I can tell you what, I've been killing Germans for the last two days. <laughs> and I'll tell you how I'm getting on in that, in what we've been playing. But first, it's time for the news. So, great news going on. E3's coming up. There's been some leaks, but that's enough about Guy. <laughs> Can you just add some laughter there, Gareth? Well, yeah. I don't just really get the joke off. myself, though. Because he leaks. That's not like a obvious joke, though. I don't know. I was just, you know, it's hot. I'm hot. I don't know about everyone else. You hot? So the jokes are going to be a little <laughs> bit undercooked, if you would. But there you go. That's a that's a good I, joke. Yeah, but you know, as long as people know that the jokes aren't going to be top quality that they can't really be thing it's a bit messy so we're going to go and we're going to start with guy whitlock's first story halo 5 what can you tell us about it guy we know it's coming but we just don't know how it's coming um my guess is on the xbox one uh maybe probably disc form mm-hmm. um in a case the case is probably something you could safely say is going to happen Ooh, um, risky uh, risky predictions here from uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure it'll also be available for an extortionate price as a downloadable uh, game um, as Wrong all God. downloadable games are yeah uh, end of 2015 which is that time is wise. So, brilliant there you go that is a good time scale all you need to know all you need to know <laughs> and you know you don't need to know about gameplay it's going to be quite nice it's going to be made by 433 or is it 434 is it 444 is it 343 343 and it's going to be a beautiful game you don't need to know anything about it you know guy's not going to waste your time he's just going to tell you it's available in all good stockiest and it's going to have a case it's going to have a manual guy actually because some (laughs) games don't if you want manuals you better go back to the 90s oh racist if you want manuals you best buy a skateboard son Boom! <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We told the jokes were going to be undercooked today, and Gareth probably being the hottest of us in the Manchester climate uh, is probably affected most by this drought of moisture in the air. So, Gareth, what yeah. kind of news item have you you bringing us this week? Well, uh, allegedly, Google are thinking about buying Twitch for one billion dollars. It's too much. People are just going around buying stuff for stupid money now. I bet if we offered this podcast to someone, they'd go, "Oh yeah, we'll buy it for two billion. Facebook uh, buying Oculus Rift, Google buying Twitch. You know, what's next? What is next, Gareth? You want me to guess what's next? No, just tell us about Twitch, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you what, Twitch is worth a billion pound of anyone's money. I found it the other day. I was probably one of the first people to find it, to be honest. You know what I'm like with technology, Amazon. You do find websites. I do, I do. And I found it uh, last weekend. Uh, so it's probably I gave Google the phone call and said, look, there's this really hot and happening website. I told you about Amazon last week. This week, it's all about Twitch. I went on there 
And I didn't see myself looking at people playing all the popular games like FIFA, Black Ops and so on. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there watching Germans playing Euro Truck Simulator. Okay, and they're sitting there and they've decorated their bedrooms. No one's got good places when you watch Twitch. Mm. Okay. It's always a grotty little room with a grotty bed in the corner with dirty rags on it. Okay. And he, they will have a they would have made it so it looks like the inside of a lorry. Really? Okay, they'll have their own chair, yeah. Look, look on it, Euro Truck Simulator. And they'll have the wheel, like proper simulation. And they'll just be driving along. They'll be driving along the motorway for like stretches of miles and miles miles and miles. I don't know what they're saying because they're going, talking to each other through headsets. And I found it, it was engrossing. It was amazing. I didn't know what was going on, but they were just driving in straight lines for what seemed like an hour doing absolutely nothing. And then they all park in a parking space or a little junction that's just off the motorway and they'll all meet up and show each other their lorries. So, you know, <laughs> if that's worth a billion pounds, I don't know what is. Sounds like a euphemism. Is it? Show us your lorry, mate. Yeah, yeah. show us your lorry. Yep. Sounds like a yeah, euphemism but, uh, for penis. Penis, penis, lorry, penis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Uh, Gareth, do you yeah. use Twitch? Um, I watch people on it quite frequently. And Weirdo. Try and start using it pretty soon. Why are you weird? Do you sometimes just type on the chat room bit, I'm watching you, uh, I'm wearing my pants? Girls will always get the most people yeah. in their thing. So if you shave your beard off and just wear like a bra, then you're going to get loads of people. <laughs> it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, people really want to see me in a bra. I do, Gareth. I'll be one viewer at that. Well, if yeah. you pay me $1 billion, then... Don't. I'm sure not every channel is getting $1 billion. Do you know that for a fact? No, I don't know that. Because I do, and it's not. No, it's not. Is this a good business investment? Are people going to sit there and watch adverts before they go through to the live Twitch streams? There are a few people that have adverts between their Twitch streams, and I literally just press to back out of it yeah i think the main sort of um worry for most people who do stream on twitch is that google also own youtube so there's the whole like copyright stuff that they've um introduced to youtube means that people who are on twitch probably won't be able to use like any music at all and no really they won't be able to play games they won't be able to do anything they'll just have to literally sit there and just stare at their webcam yeah because google don't have the best uh track record for yeah. keeping things independent. Like, even YouTube tried to force you to have a Google Plus profile for, like, a year, which nobody yeah. wants to do, because Google Plus is the shittest thing on Earth. Mate, the web is all look hooked into each other, isn't it, Guy? Yeah. You can't go anywhere without anyone else trying to say that. Like, Amazon messaged me the other day, and it said, we noticed that you didn't check out with these items. Did you make a mistake? And they were just stuff I put in the basket, and I thought, mm-hmm. well, I might buy them. Decided not to. Right. And then they, they sent me an email saying, we noticed that you checked out of your basket without buying these items. Are you sure you don't want to buy them? Just reminding me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like they're just stalking me, trying to get me to spend no, money. No, because so, when you're walking around a shopping a supermarket, you don't, you don't start putting stuff in your basket uh, thinking you might buy it. 
You'll either put it in your basket. No, but you the want thing it, is, though, right? Okay, you're with I don't know Gary Glitter, and you're going to Sainsbury's because he's just come back from Vietnam. He said, "You guys, I need to stay with you. I've got somewhere to go. I'm the leader of the gang. I am right." And you said, "Okay, Gary, I'll take all them stupid clothes off and them platform shoes. I'll take you to Sainsbury's. We'll get some stuff." Gary picks up a four pack of um, chunky Kit Kats and he puts them into the basket. You go excellent. He then picks up a DVD, I don't know, of Barney. And you say to him, Gary, you sure you want to do that? People are going to look at us when we go to buy it. You know that that's not really our age group. He's like, Guy, fair enough. Um, I might put it back when I get to the checkout. I don't know yet. You get your groceries, the main groceries that you need. Uh, Gary might say, oh, look at the TVs over here. They're a lot better than Vietnam. You go to the till and you put Barney on the conveyor belt. The lady looks at you and she says she's she knows it's Gary Glitter and you're with Gary Glitter. Gary Glitter feels very uncomfortable at this point. He picks up the DVD and he puts it back. You know where people chuck things in the trolley that are just at the foot of the conveyor belt? So he's put that in there and you walk out. You don't get like a few days later someone knocking on the door and saying, I noticed that you took this out of your basket at the checkout. Are you sure you don't want to buy it? Buy off me now for £5. Pound. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, and I don't want to shout out any more Gary Glitter songs. Got my windows wide open, and there's children playing outside. <laughs> Do you want to touch? Yeah. Do you want to touch? No, seriously, they don't. I've asked them, and pretty much everyone disagrees. But do you want to? Do you want to set up an, a, a thing with me, Gareth? Uh huh. Okay, it's not called Twitch. It's called Snatch. Okay, why is it called Snatch? Basically, there's going to be all different snatches, which is slap. <laughs> for vagina okay? okay and you go on it and you just pick which one you want to look at uh-huh. and it's just literally there and it's in the screen you don't see the woman you just see the snatch yeah all right excellent we'll get that sorted up after the podcast anything else you want to say you haven't really gone in depth here gareth i'm sorry i seem to have taken over <laughs> but i will have my dip pretty soon when i'll start feeling lethargic <laughs> well it's mainly because it is uh, just kind of a rumor but if uh, it turned out to be true, it would be pretty uh, huge. Mainly because it would mean Google would kind of have a monopoly over any kind of video game related uh, gameplay videos. Like YouTube and Twitch would both belong to Google. And as we've seen yeah, with YouTube, any time you use any copyrighted material in any YouTube video, it can just get flagged and taken down <laughs> straight away. So the worry, yeah, the worry for Twitch streamers would be... Because also, you know, Twitch streamers, it's their way of life, a lot of them. It's the way they make money, it's yeah, their jobs. Yeah, yeah. So, potentially, if Google apply the same copyright restrictions, they could lose their job very easily, yeah. which is a, yeah. a worry for them. But it's still only it's a rumour. Uh, one of my favourite streamers, Phantom Lord, says uh, he thinks it definitely won't happen. Uh, he says he has, like, a somebody working at Twitch who gives him information. But what country does he come from? He lives in America. Yeah, well, there you go. They're disillusioned, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen. Don't worry. You don't. A lot, a lot of them are obese as well. Oh, guy, if you can't say nothing, don't say nothing. <laughs> no, that's not it. It's just very hot, <laughs> isn't it? It's really hot. So, Twitch. So do you want Google to get the monopoly on all sorts of gameplay? No. Thank you, guy. How about you? Do you want Google to be the overlord of the internet? Mm-hmm. Well, better than Putin being the overlord of the internet. Putin, the Russian president. Yep. Are you going to insult the Russians now, Guy? 
Their got, Eurovision entry wasn't very good. He's playing both sides oh. of the Cold War. He is, he is. He's playing them both off, and there's going to be a war starting. Americans are fat, Russians are idiots. Hopefully yeah. both sides lose. <laughs> and then you just rise from the from the ashes with yeah, Kim Jong-il as your right-hand man. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Say yes. Thank you, Guy. Yeah. So I have yeah. a little bit of uh, uh, news <laughs> that Guy isn't going to like. The main character of Far Cry 4 is going to be of Indian origin. How's that make you feel, Guy? Have they even confirmed that? They have. So, have you, are you going to cancel your pre-order? Or... No, I didn't have it pre-ordered anyway, but... You could cancel your pre-order on the way to your voting tomorrow. Alright, I will. Yeah. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Right, so, Far Cry 4... I don't think there's any ever been an Indian protagonist in a game, has there? Oh, um... No, I was going to say Prince of Persia, but that's Persia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about, uh... Um, Dalsim? Yeah, yeah, I guess that would count. Do you think uh, the guy in Far Cry 4 will have the stretchy arms and stuff? And yoga f- Fire! I don't think just all Indian people have that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, sorry about that generalisation. It's going to be set in the Antarctic. There's going to be what? some elephants. It's not, it's not set in the There's Antarctic. Going to be, where's it set? What are they fucking called? The mountains, the Himalayas. The Himalayan mountains. So there's going to be a lot of elephants there, as you know. Have you ever ridden an elephant, Gareth? Uh, no. The closest I've come to riding an elephant is watching Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. There you go. I actually... Well, an elephant's rode me. But the less said about my ex-girlfriend, the better. Oh! Oh! What was that? (laughs) Was you emptying your lungs or something? Guy was thinking about your girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, and he nearly vomited. That's what it sounded like. And then it come up his windpipe. (laughs) Very nice, thank you, guy. I feel the same every time. Right, so I think that pretty much wraps up the news for this week. Uh, Gareth, is there any E3 news on the horizon? There's a new video of uh, Batman Arkham Knight, isn't there? There is. What do you think? They said it's gameplay. Okay, it's gameplay, but doctored from a very specific angle. You're not going to be able to play the game whilst looking at the Batmobile. No, um, I was very underwhelmed, to be honest. Oh... It just looked like exactly the three Batman games we'd already had. And that's always the problem, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, you know, with the Batmobile, a bit of more density in the city, a bigger city, a bit more variety in the crimes, we could be looking at a great game. Because it's got a great mechanic. And I am hearing myself echo, which I don't like. <laughs> because it reminds me of when I was locked in the basement as a child, screaming... Let me out. Let me out. Is there anything we could do about that? About you being locked in a basement as a child? No, about me seeming as if I'm echoing. Probably. But probably not right this second. Okay, so while while I'm doing... While you're sorting that out, Gareth, I will serenade the ladies that listen to the podcast. No, don't serenade the ladies that are listening to the podcast. Because they don't exist. It's pretty true. Okay. <laughs> oh, I need to then. Right, so it's on to our game. You didn't ask Guy. Guy? 
Um, can you serenade the women? No, that's <laughs> about the Batman trailer. Oh, you didn't tell oh, us what you thought. He obviously hasn't seen it, has he? He's right. I saw, <laughs> it, I saw it earlier and I thought, I could watch this. And then I thought, nah. What was it? So what have you been doing with your days now you're unemployed? Oh, yeah. I've played an awful lot of FIFA. Um, that's, that's about it, to be honest. <laughs> that's about as far as that goes. At least it's a game. But so that, That's a conversation for another section of the show. <laughs> I I basically went to work today, so you could sit on your ass playing FIFA. Yeah, guy. Gareth's been sat on his ass playing League of Legends for the last two months. <laughs> oh, because that don't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Gareth. Yeah. Gareth is not a part. He's a he's he is a man of his own country and origin. He doesn't exist in any kind of state or. He's registered to nowhere, so he, he can't claim anything, and he doesn't technically exist. All right. Do you know what I've always wondered? What? If I had a child... You um, do. Yeah, if I... Well, I have had children. But say, Gareth, you've had a child with a woman, but you've kept it quiet, okay? You've locked her in your basement for nine months. She's been impregnated. She then gives birth, but you don't register the child. Uh-huh. The child technically doesn't exist, does it? Like no one knows. It's not registered anywhere. It, it's just not known. It's not. It's not known to civilization. You could then train it to be a highly skilled assassin, uh-huh. but then that, no one would be able to catch the child because it, he technically wouldn't exist. Yeah, but he'd probably be a complete moron because he oh, went to school you... or. So like all he needs to know is how to kill. <laughs> when you homeschool him, Gareth. I think there's probably a movie in this somewhere. You could probably there make, is. make quite a bit of money off this movie if you write it. Because, like I say, if if you don't register someone and they don't exist, then literally they can you can pretty much do whatever you want. You don't exist in any kind of authority or any country. You're a person with no no place to live and no you you don't exist technically. Yeah, but you also might as well not exist because your life would just be terrible. Not necessarily, not if you're a great killer. Because the underworld bosses would know you. Obviously, you'd know all the underworld bosses and you'd do jobs for them. It'd be quality. You yeah, wouldn't but... need to get credit cards or a sofa from DFS that you pay monthly. But you'd be a moron. Because... You wouldn't have no, to write properly. You'd be I didn't go to school. You didn't go to school? No. Obviously, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't take a genius. <laughs> Go on, guy. You're only part of for insults today, didn't you, mate? Yeah. Says a lot about you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, guy. I'm going to listen to the messy podcast. And if you even make a joke or you're in any way interested in anything that's going on, I'm going to be really offended. Okay. Okay. So if you want to hear a guy do something that you might enjoy, what's the podcast called, guy? There's no need for promotion. There's no, of course there's need for promotion. No, there isn't. Gareth's also doing his own spin-off uh, show called Film Central, and that's going to be with no, one that's of... that's not the name. What is the name, Gareth? <laughs> I've been workshopping a name. Okay. I'm, I think I'm pretty close. I don't want to give it away just yet. Have you been, like, carving it into your chest? And then it... you go, no, that's not right. <laughs> then you're like, right, on the wall in blood. That's not right. Yeah, then I cross it out on my chest. Yeah. Uh, and then I get a skin graft Damn, do it from in my, my back. cheek. No, oh, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it myself. 
So that is getting messy with Brino and the Badger. And what are you guys like the the newt? I was on it one <laughs> one day, one episode. Mate, I think I, why I, are you yeah. why are you so jealous? I just don't. It's not that I'm jealous. It's yeah, it you, sounds like you're jealous. You didn't say to me, Rob. You know what? I'm gonna. I need to go off and explore other avenues to find my own creativity. I didn't realise I was in an obligatory con- contract to not go on anything else. Well, uh, you are. You're tied to the Game Central podcast. Well, I'm not. Am I really though? Yes, I'll, I'll call the police. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, guy, if I turn it on and I listen to it and I hear that you're having a good time and you're like, making <laughs> jokes and you're talking and you're informative, I'm going to be really angry. All right. Thank you very much. Gareth, I know you're passionate about film and I hope that whatever title you choose from, you choose from it quickly because we can't just be called with nothingness. But even that might be great. Just not, like, have, you, have you listened to the new film about a podcast about films oh what's it called i don't know it hasn't got a name how do i find it no one knows you know it just comes to you one day <laughs> that'd be absolutely fantastic like the feeds guild you know a thing you just stand at the bottom of people's beds holding a cd hi everyone it's time for your video game music section of the week uh, this week, in light of the new Arkham Knight trailer that came out this week, it got me thinking back about the previous Batman games, how good they were, and how good the music was. Um, in particular, a game that I think gets very little credit, which is Arkham Origins, uh, the most recent release. Um, people sort of wrote it off before it even came out, uh, whereas I played it and really enjoyed it for the story and the setting and the sound as well. The music in it is really fantastic. So I'm going to play you an example of that. It's the main theme from the game, uh, composed by Christopher Drake. So this is from the official soundtrack for Batman Arkham Origins.
Right, so it's on to our game show this week. We haven't done a game show for quite a few weeks because we haven't had the whole team together, but now we have, and we can have a good time. Guy, would you like to explain to the audience at home, or if they're not at home, if they're homeless listening to this on their iPads, um, what is an analogy? Oh, sorry, not an analogy, an anagram. (laughs) It's where you take the words of an existing word and mix them up to make a different word. Guy, and then you went to school, you didn't you? Unjumble them. I did. <laughs> right, so, Gareth, did you understand that from Guy's quick but incisive explanation? Uh, yeah, he almost had it right. Close enough. Close enough. Oh, that's rude. Right, so, <laughs> caravan anagram. So all three of us are sitting in a caravan, okay? Two of us really enjoy the caravan, but one of us isn't so sure that they like the caravan. It was their idea to uh, buy the caravan between all three of them. But then they never see them. Sorry, Guy, can you stop sighing? Because this is just a, a story to give background to this game show, okay? But when the other two chipped in... After a few weeks of living in the caravan, he decided that he didn't want to live in the caravan anymore. So we're sitting in here and we decided to play a little game called Caravan Anagram. So would you like to do this as a competition or would you just like to do it together as friends? Competition. Competition. (laughs) Guy, have you got a pen and paper at the ready? Do I need a pen and... No, God, no, I haven't. I think there's Mm. a... uh, Just in the drawer down there. All right. Just by the suit on. Okay. There's a pen and paper. All right. Okay, I see it. I see it. I've I love living in this caravan. Do you, Gareth? I've got it. This caravan is not even leaking. It's not even leaking. There's no leakages. That There's is no a good sounds. Caravan. It's a good caravan. You know, we've been here that long, but I think we're getting somewhere. And it would be a shame that if Guy left the caravan, because it'd be very hard for us to live in here together. Uh, Gareth, have you got a pen and paper ready? Uh, I've got a notepad on my laptop. That'll do. That'll do. And Guy, are you ready now? Yeah. I can see you're ready because we're literally just sitting opposite each other in the anagram yeah. caravan. Right, so I want you to write down this word. Arc Fry. A-R-C-F-R-Y. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I already got it. Wait a minute. Boom. I already know what I already know it for. as well. So what Beat would you that. say is... Far Cry. Guy, did you have Far Cry? That's yeah. Okay, That's brilliant. The next one is Aware Frogs. Okay. So frogs that are aware. Very interesting. Hmm. Hmm. It's quite like countdown. Maybe I should do it in my posh voice. <laughs> got it. <laughs> oh Guy, you got it before you. Uh, yeah, we're I haven't. Let- uh, let him let him have it. God, I'm not going to just let him have it, guy. He's got to <laughs> no. tell me what it is. That's okay. not the point in the game. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. Let him, let him guess. Okay, go on in, Gareth. Gears of War. Wow. Your nan's helping you out, isn't she? 
Yes. This Slotland's a good at with Countdown and stuff like that. You know, when they've done the, the break and he's like, anal dirge prepped. And then it come, <laughs> then like, the adverts come on. And my nan's like said whatever it is already, like by the end of the first ad- advert. Bless her. Guy, does your brain not work on that kind of level? No. I suppose he didn't know that Countdown's not got a U in it, didn't he? So this oh, yeah, that point. was yeah. That happened. Right, third one. A fear grows. Come on, guy. Don't lose this one. Here he goes. Guy Whitlock, you can see the sweat dripping from his forehead as he focuses his intensity on his head. Go on, Gareth, please. Is it Gears of War again? It is Gears of War again. That's absolutely fantastic. Go ahead. Come on. Come out with it. Come at it. Is it right. Gears of War? The fourth one is not Gears of War. I'll tell you that guy. <laughs> at Cloud Fly. Which is very exciting there. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, you can see Gareth Williams there. Um, he is the actual champion of Caravan Anagram. And for the last two he is a very insightful champion, and he was absolutely brilliant. Oh, I remember last year, you know, when he was locked into battle with one of the greatest um, anagram people in the world. Uh, I mean, he didn't he didn't shake, he didn't worry about anything. He just basically got onto it. And, I mean, I, I think we can all remember um, the final word that he had. I think a lot of us were stunned by it, but I think Gareth actually held on towards the end there. Well, you can. See See uh, Guy Whitlock here. He's, do you think he's lost it? Well, you know, Guy's an, a newcomer to the to the game. Um, he hasn't been in it as long as Gareth, um, and I think that's shown today with the pressure. Um, he's in the caravan, but he doesn't know what's going on. And um, we're going to go over to an answer now. Gareth Williams, do you have anything so far? No. Guy Whitlock. Could you just repeat it once more, just so I make sure I got the right thing? Once again. Oh, Guy Whitlock, it is. At Cloud okay. Fly. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Well, we saw a guy we've got there ask for a repeat. <sighs> it's too well, warm for this. I think that's just a... Oh, well, why don't you get up and open the window then? Saw that, you know, Gareth uh-huh. showed signs of wear and tear. You know, he, he showed a bit of stress there for <laughs> the first time it. ever. And when I spoke to Gareth just before this match, he did tell me that, you know, maybe the heat would be a factor in this and that <laughs> heat does affect him and then the way he works. Yeah, but um, if you remember when he actually done one of his second um, victories out in Brazil, the, the weather was absolutely sweltering. Um, we saw that he was under some pressure, but he got through it in the end. And there's only 10 seconds here before they announce the course time. Yeah, but I, I, th- I think um, they're neither of them going to get this one. You know, on, on the on the base of it, a cloud flyer doesn't look too too problematic. But, you know, in this hot weather, as Gareth said, it can be quite problematic. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, if we could just put our pens down, please. The answer to at Cloudfly is actually Call of Duty. Oh, oh we can see Gareth That's a good anagram. He has a worry on his face there. He knows he should have got that one, and by getting that wrong, he's let Guy back into the game. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, quiet, please. <laughs> the next word is cheese hot dog nigh. And Nye is spelled N-I-G-H. Well, you can see Gareth getting straight into that one. 
Um, he's writing it down. Cheese head, sorry, cheese hot dog night. Well, you, you know, it's it's quite an interesting word there, John. Uh, a cheese hot dog, uh, a night means that uh, a cheese hot dog is very close to actually coming uh, out of wherever it is. Uh, see, at the moment, both of these players are very, very um, lethargic. You know, you, you can tell that neither guy or Gareth has been sleeping particularly well lately. Guy actually spoke to me of his trouble getting here today because of uh, his recent moving, um, and he hasn't had time to practice his anagrams. And he said he did practice them on the train, but that's about the only chance he's had so far. Yeah, well, I mean, um, Gareth Williams, he practices at least 10 times a day. <laughs> he actually boasts that he knows over 10 million anagrams. <laughs> he can just at any moment uh, you can see Ashley Gareth here he's looking a bit he's looking a bit phased today isn't he yeah well I mean you don't normally see this with Gareth he's only so sure about himself um, but at the moment he, he actually is flustered and I think if there's another free time I think if Guy can really get his head down um, he can take this game well, you know, it'd be a turnout for the books, wouldn't it? It'd be the new guy versus the old, the old champion. And um, I don't think Gareth would particularly like to lose to the. <laughs> ten seconds. Boy, just announced the ten-second clock. And both guy and Gareth don't seem to be any closer to the answer. Yeah, I mean, he he got the first uh, free Gareth, um, but now. It seems that he's just running out of steam. I think he started off too fast, and he's, he's run up. You know, he's actually sprinted. And this is more of a marathon. Time oh, God. Please. <laughs> Cheese hot dog Nia was actually Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, my God. There we go. Gareth Williams lets out a squirrel. Oh, very, very upset there. Quiet, please, ladies and gentlemen. Number six, labia off loft. So that's L-A-B-I-A-O-F-F-L-O-F-T. Take it away, please. Well, this 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 one, you know, Gareth's actually got four in um, 2001 when he was he had this one, and I don't know if he can recollect actually what the name was. You know, it's been quite interesting because he has been boasting, of course, of all those memories that he's had. Um, yeah, I mean, when I when I saw the lineup for the actual uh, words they were going to be using, oh, is I was, it? I know it. Ah, oh, I, I just got it as well. And I've got it. Was it? What is it, Guy Whitlock? Is it FIFA football? FIFA football. Well done, Guy Whitlock. That is absolutely amazing, and the crowd are going wild. I got it at the exact same time as you. <laughs> so it's three one to Gareth, and there's two more to go. So, guy, oh. you could bring this up to a tie for the first time in your life. <clears throat> Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Godfather, G O D F A T H E R, taunt, T A U N T. Go. And Sorry, could you say that again? Godfather, taunt. Mm-hmm. T-A-U-N-T. Is it? I know it, I think. Guys, call very early. Go, guys. Is it Grand Theft Auto? Wow. 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 Free two. Now, this is now abiding stuff. 
absolutely amazing. God damn it. <laughs> Are you ready, guy? If you get this one right, we'll go on to a tiebreaker. Are you ready? It is two ugly hick, as in H-I-C-K. To the number? To T-W-O. Okay. Ugly, U-G-L-Y, hick, H-I-C-K. Well, they're both going to go on. I, don't, I think um, Gareth Williams is actually feeling the heat here. You know, this young upstart, Guy Whitlock, has really taken him to the cleaners here. Um, he's... You know, we're we're all amazed by this new guy just coming in. You know, he's taken the old man for a ride here. You know, it's absolutely fantastic. I've, I've I saw the actual worry on Guy's face this morning. You know, when we interviewed him, um, he interviews well, but I could see that there was uh, a lot of lot of nerves for the poor guy there. And um, he needs to just go out there, and you know, he's really settled into the game now. Uh, at the beginning, he. He was very slow. Uh, he let Gareth take an early lead, but we don't know if that's a tactic. You know, that could just be his tactic of letting Gareth get in there and actually feel comfortable and think that he's running away with it. And then, bang, you know, he just comes in towards the end and he, he just makes up the thing. You know, yeah, it could be. Um, he has an absolutely beautiful way with words, Guy Whitlock. Some people call him the young poet. Um, some people I've heard have called him an arsehole. But, you know, the thing is with Guy Whitlock is you don't know what you're going to get because he's such an unknown quantity. He's new on the scene issue. Um, he hasn't got any kind of past background that anyone can kind of draw from. And I think that's what makes him so fascinating. You know, he's a man of very few words, but the words he does give you are normally correct. Oh, definitely. I remember uh, when I saw <laughs> At school age. How's that last word spelled again? Oh, sorry, guy. Ladies and gentlemen, please hush. Hick. H I C K. Oh, there was a K. Not that that really helps me at all. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he really misspelled it, or do you think he was just trying to kind of disrupt Gareth's flow there? I don't know, you know, who is Guy Whitlock, what is Guy Whitlock, I don't know. Um, I actually read it in um, Anagram Weekly that um, one of the things he does like to do, and he'd been known to do it at school level, um, was to actually stop the game halfway through um, and ask for the spelling of very simple words just to kind of put off his his pursuer. Um, But this is absolutely brilliant. They've only got a minute left before... This goes to an automatic disqualification. And um, they both, well, you know, Gareth Williams has never actually suffered a, um automatic disqualification before. And I'm sure this would upset him. Um, you know, it's it's, it's, it's all there. But um, it's absolutely brilliant. Ladies and gentlemen, please be quiet. Now time for a clue. The clue is that it is not a game. <laughs> the clue is that it can be anything we'll give you another 30 seconds what oh my god what the (laughs) that clue is so much harder you've just gone it's not in this category it's in every category it's every category you know we haven't seen this since 1996 when either of these men would have been born you know i think that's just totally amazing by the umpire to just come in there and kind of throw a curveball at both of them you know um we could see that both of them were struggling now um, they've been told that it's the name of someone and um, they're both really 
really going to start having to battle away for this one. You know, got 20 seconds left, and this could be default win for Gareth, which is quite quite worrying. Yeah, I mean, Gareth Williams, he's always won, isn't he? And, you know, a lot of people kind of 10 seconds going on about you know, his guy going to win this one. I think he yeah, had a chance. Time, please, ladies oh, and gentlemen. No, no. Wow. Wait, wait, we're not supposed to the umpire, John. This is absolutely amazing. Can we have a slow action replay of that? Time, please, ladies oh, and gentlemen. No. Well, the rules actually state, and I'm going through the rule book now, that Guy Whitlock actually said it before the announcer what? made his final word. So that means that Guy did, in fact, say before the round had ended. So, Guy, That's would you like to say what it was? Is it? I've lost it. <laughs> what do you mean, lost it? You write it down, you pillar. <laughs> it's not like a spiritual collection, is it, that you've got? That's how I do it. I've just been <laughs> meditating for the last two minutes, hoping wow. they would sort I sort of picture them in, sort of, I close my eyes and I see them floating in front of me and I can sort of, I move them around and rearrange them. And it's all very spiritual. ethereal world. Um, but when you, that slow motion replay, it, it threw it. Um, and they all messed up and I've lost, I've lost it. Well, you know, that shows what an amateur you are, guy. Gareth actually writes them into his leg with a scalpel. <laughs> so the actual name was... Guy Whitlock. Oh my god! No. Oh my god! No. Oh, shit. There you go. Amazing. Do you want one more for, for luck? <laughs> Let's so just have this a bonus one. Gareth, you've won that, and you go on to be the anagram champion. It's funny because it literally has nothing to do with games. No, but then the announcer did say that, didn't he? He did. So, um,. We're out of that one now. That was an absolutely fantastic show. We're all in the caravan, and I think we all had a good time in the caravan, didn't we? Guy, did you have a good time? Yeah. So there's no reason, really, for any of us to exit that caravan, is there? Let's just all enjoy this caravan. You know, we're not in the caravan all the time. We'll go there once in a while for a nice holiday and have a laugh. But, Guy, (laughs) Gareth, my name, Robert Walker, as an anagram, is Artwork Rebel. Ah. Which is quite good because I do like my art. Gareth, you are legalism Wraith. Which you... Oh my god. <laughs> Monday's countdown's at one forty five. Next this afternoon, unprofessional practice amongst the Hill Street Blues. That's after the break. So that was a game show. That was nice. We do like having a game show every now and then, don't we, guys? That was. I had a great time. I had a great time. And let's just keep this caravan going. <laughs> so on to what we've been playing.
So I have been playing with my toys this week. I love my toys and I got through Carter from uh, eBay, uh, Carter from Halo Reach. So he goes up there and now all I need is Cat. And I've got the whole Play Arts Halo Reach figure collection. I ordered 10 doll stands because they keep falling over from Amazon. They took two weeks to um, fly over here because they were from China, which was good because I looked to the bag and it was all in Chinese which which is absolutely <laughs> fantastic because I've never received something from China and I literally dropped it and stood on it by accident I thought this is shit <laughs> halfway across the world I get it and then just snap one of the stands straight away but I'm very happy with that looking at the moment and I feel so desperately beautiful <laughs> <laughs> right so guy please don't say you've been playing FIFA World Cup because that's getting really boring now <laughs> You can drag it on. What have you been playing this week? Yeah, I haven't been playing FIFA what... World Cup. Um, yep. I also else, played mate? some Black Ops 2. Oh, fuck's sake. Also, <laughs> had a... <laughs> also had a quick go on a Super Mario 3D World earlier today. Yep, you did that in episode one. Um, I did. How, yeah. um, how poignant... It's not poignant. It's, it's not, not like it's your last episode, is it? <laughs> if it was your last episode, it would be poignant. But it's not, is it? <laughs> so it doesn't need to be poignant. <laughs> right, so you're in a house full of games now, apparently. Okay. Yeah, no, I've just been playing FIFA. To be honest. At least you're being an honest guy. Uh, <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get around to it eventually, but I've been you know, around to what up, sorting out what's the playing games probably maybe i don't know i don't I, I don't know i thought i would but i just still don't feel it i have a serious question yeah is playing fifa world cup making you super pumped for the world cup not really is i don't not, think guy is not supposed to super pumped up for anything <laughs> well his whole life i don't think he's ever been pumped oh. well it does a bit i suppose but i mean we're not, England aren't going to do any good, are they, So Racist. That's the attitude. And we're not even taking Defoe, are we, Guy? No, we're <laughs> not even taking Defoe. Who you told us last week that he was absolutely amazing, but Roy Hodgson seems to have just, just no, not better, taken any notice. Better than Welbeck, isn't he? Ev- yeah, everyone's he is better. I'm better than Welbeck. You are? Is Gareth better than Welbeck? Yes. Thank you. What about Because <laughs> Gareth, Gareth's hair sort of can just catch the ball. It sort of has a mind of its own. Uh, it's wow. like a third. It's like a third leg. It's like bayonet's hair. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do you wrap it? Yeah, all there you go. Around your body, Gareth. <laughs> Underneath you're naked. It has a mind of its own. <laughs> you look more like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. I don't know if that was a bit too early for you. But... <laughs> I know Harry and the Hendersons. Mm. That used to scare the crap out of my little sister. Because <laughs> it was quite scary at the time when you think about it. It was just this massive, hairy bastard. It's just it's Chewbacca. Very... It is Chewbacca, but a kind of friendlier version. Because Chewbacca had a bit of a temper. And if you got home and Harry had ripped off the arms of your child and you <laughs> had a pool of blood in a you know, little bed, it would be awful, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, Chewbacca, though, he always threatened to rip your arms off, but he never did it. He never did it. No. Oh. There's no cut scene from Star Wars where he rips somebody's <laughs> arm off. That'd be horrific. Well, well, that's got to be in the new trilogy, hasn't it? <laughs> I'm sure if it If there is be. to be a new trilogy, we just don't know yet. 
we do know than there is. Thank you. Karen, <laughs> stop trying to bloody bring your stupid little film podcast into the game. I'm just podcast. saying. Okay, sorry. And if you'd like I'm to sorry. hear any more of that, please tune in to Film Central it's every week with Don Goss and Gareth Williams. So, Gareth, what have you been playing this week? <sighs> um, well, before I get into League of Legends, I played more Star Wars The Old Republic today. There we go. Are you still a bastard? Uh, I'm being a bit of a bastard. I changed class. I'm a bounty hunter now. Changed oh. to a sexy lady bounty hunter. Oh. And I'm playing a bit more neutral. I'll be yeah. a bastard to a bastard. But I'll be nice to someone who's nice. That's really nice. That's a nice way of going throughout life. And I think that's a lesson that we can all take when going about our everyday life. <laughs> you, yes. that's. Yeah. I'm sure that's what they were going for, Bioware, when they made this game. Have you played any games that were released in the last three years? Yes. First, oh. first of all, that was. But yeah. second of all, I played more Dragon Age. Remember yeah. me playing Dragon Age last time? I remember you I... playing Dragon Age, original Dragon Age. Yep. Uh, yeah. I got about 45, 50 hours into it and encountered a bug, which means I can never complete the game. Oh, my word. I, I hate when it when happens. Yeah. But that's not as bad as when I lost my entire... Uh, game save history because of an idiot at Xbox Live customer service. That was yeah. one of the worst days ever. I lost everything. All my saves from uh, Skyrim, Oblivion, anything you can care to mention. Even Pinata. Even Viva Pinata. Because when, I, when the Xbox 360 was originally released, I bought it and I was unemployed and I would literally just pick up any fucking game that came out because I would just play them like a beast. And if you look on my Xbox Live account, it's just literally everything. Perfect Dark Zero, Call of Duty 2, all those games that were released in and around the launch time. I just had to eat it up, man. Nothing wrong okay? with that. Nothing it's wrong costly. with that. If you can afford it, then go for it. But I couldn't afford it. Oh. I don't know how I managed to do it on <laughs> such a limited budget. I can't do it now, but when I had no money, I was able to do it. Bit of a Bit of a weird thing there, isn't it? Thievery? Uh, it wasn't thievery okay. because um, they, they don't actually have the discs in the case. But <laughs> a bit of a, a bit of a nice piece of trivia for you here: uh-huh. if you do go into a game shop, just look in the boxes because there's a few idiots who I used to work with that would literally just forget because you've got so many, uh, which is the term for taking a disc out of the box. It's not like gutting someone on the oh. shop floor, like in the at the end of Braveheart, which was awful. You. <laughs> Would um you would just do something like two hundred games, just keep doing it, and doing it. And every so often, you just wouldn't do one. I never done it because I was hard. But there were some people that just did it, and you go out on the shop floor checking through them, and, then, and there'd just be a disc there. I think I found one once, but I gave it back. Do we just seriously just give people shoplifting tips? We did, and you know okay. it's nice. Right. You know right. we give all sorts of tips on here. <laughs> it's a okay? it's, it's a learning podcast. It's a learning podcast as well. If you're a little scallywag and you've stolen the iPad that you're listening to this on, or iPod, whatever gen it may be, then good luck to you. And, you know, don't steal anything off me. But, you know, it was open <laughs> season, the day that we actually decided to put all the PlayStation 2 games live out on the shelves, which means they had all of the discs in them. Jesus. But this was when they were like £2 each. Okay. And they were just taking up space in the in 
yeah, cupboards. You're just asking no, people to rob them, basically. Yeah, but you know what I don't like, Gareth? What? I don't like it when people rob from charity shops. What? I went into a charity shop. No, you, you say what? Yeah, but... Because there's little old deers in there. They don't bother, like, taking the games out of the things. Uh-huh. And, you know, the CDs and the games. But people do actually take them. I went up to buy a game the other day, just thinking that they had it behind the desk, like the disc, mm-hmm. stored away. And she went, oh, sorry, dear. If it's not in there, that means someone's taken it. And I was like... Well, that's horrible. Actually, yeah, people actually take these, I said. And she's like, oh, yeah, they do it all the time. Because they haven't got the space to be taking them away and filing them. So, oh you know, it's just, it, there are people like that out there. See, look, um, Guy's just writing all this down, <laughs> just in case he doesn't get that job that he's looking for. Tips to still Guy, get games. I will, yeah. So, all shop owners out there in Leeds, look out for a scallywag who pulls his scrotum over his head. <laughs> okay, Guy? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Gareth, you, you've been playing, you've been maining on Reign of Fire. Uh, Reign of Fire? Yes. League of Legends, I finally Legends. finished all my placement matches, and I got ranked. Oh, yes. So uh, I got ranked in Bronze 1, which is not bad. Not bad at all. That is really good, Gareth. And I'm, I'm presuming there's Bronze 1, 2, and 3. 3 being the lowest of the Bronze. Uh, there's actually 5. Wow. 5 of each. Um... So how did you get to Gold? What? I'm not in Gold. What? No, but how long until you oh. get to Gold? <laughs> uh, well... I'm going to get there one day, Gareth. I Don't mean, just settle for bronze one. Wouldn't know. I won a seven out of my ten placement matches, got in, put in bronze one. To get to gold, I would have to get all the way through silver five, silver four, silver three, silver two, and then silver one uh, to get into gold five, which is the lowest yeah. of the golds. And then I would need to get through yeah, all five to... of the golds to get to diamond if I wanted to get to diamond. Which well, I, I want you to get there. So do I, but I don't think I ever will. <laughs> I think you will. You know, I think we don't really realise how much time we're putting into things. You know, on Call of Duty 4, I never thought that I would become a level 55 gold cross, but I did. So that's pretty well, impressive. Well, yeah, like I played one game um, in my ranked and I got 26 points. Yeah. Um, and you need 100 to qualify to go into the next one up, so you can get up pretty quick. If you play yeah. enough games, I just think games are very strange. I I take more sort of pleasure and a sense of reward from playing a game than I do in everyday life, and I think that you know it's it's not me insulting anyone. I'm guilty of it myself. If I put as much time in trying to be good at games as I did in my career or something like that, I'd probably be the most amazing person in the world. It's like, you know, if I get, I don't push for a promotion at work, but I, I push for another gold star in Call of Duty. Yeah. And it's just stuff like that. As gamers, we we like that feeling of, you know, no one gives a shit if I've, what sort of game score I've got. And, you know, between gamers, it's, it's like, I don't know what it is, but it's just bullshit. And we need to understand it's bullshit. And it's not impressive. And, you know, you get people on four... Forums, well, I've got a 500,000 uh, gamer score. And you're like, sorry, mate. Like, I don't know whether to pity you or be really impressed. <laughs> the thing but, is, though, it's for you, it's just a choice between those two things. There's no middle ground. What do you mean? You, like, your two choices are pity or 
unbelievably impressed. Like, why can you not yeah. just be like, all right? Why can't you be indifferent? Because I don't know if you know me by now, but <laughs> I can never be indifferent about anything. I'm either utterly enraged or amazingly pleased, which, you know, it gets tiring at times. Like, I'll play a game and I'll be either utterly amazed or dreadfully upset. <laughs> Lovely. And, it, and it, it's, it's a reaction I have. I'm medicated for it, Gareth. Okay, good. Yeah, so I'm trying to battle through it. You know, NHS, anyone that's tried on the waiting list for psychotherapy or something, that will attest that it takes ages. I've been on the waiting list since 2012, and I still haven't seen anyone. Okay? This took a turn, but okay. So next <laughs> time you think, oh, Rob's a right bastard. Try and have a think, yeah, that there's people out there that need help that are just not getting it. I, I don't think you're a right bastard. You do. You say that to a guy sometimes. <laughs> He does send me so messages. Don't guy, yeah, he's a right bastard. On me and Guy's Skype dates. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Right, are we still so... up for that tomorrow? Or oh, I've got a podcast, mate. Sorry. Yeah, he's, you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not the excuse anymore. Now everyone's doing podcasts. Yeah, everyone's just mm. literally doing podcasts. Got to do something. Right, so Gareth, what else have you been playing? Um, I think those three games are it. Once Dragon Age made it so I couldn't complete it. I was just so pissed off I didn't play anything proper again for a few days, so... Oh, mate. Unfortunately, not much. Yeah. Guy, do you find that on FIFA, if you lose a game, are you the kind of person that will just say, okay, suck it up, or will you reset it and play it again? Um... Well, t- I mostly play it online. I don't play it offline very often. because yeah, um, I'm doing my career and I got knocked out by West Bromwich Albion <laughs> in the piling car. And I just got so annoyed. Yeah, I know, but it's that kind of, I get really annoyed, but yeah. I don't reset it. I'll just let it affect my mood for the whole evening. I used to reset it. Um, I don't know. It's not really... I think I got... I think I might have lost the, the World Cup final with England when I did the world, offline World Cup, at which I reset yeah. it. Um because I couldn't be asked going through all the qualifying again. The problem with the qualifying on it now is they're putting all the friendlies and training sessions and you have to sim through it all. And What? Who wants to play friendlies on a football game? Like If you're playing FIFA offline, you don't want to be playing friendlies. You might as well just go into kick-off if you want to play matches that don't the, mean anything. Uh, all about the feeling, isn't it? I mean, I do the pre-season friendlies at the end of every season because I like to try out my new signings or give the younger guys a little bit of a, a run-around... Yeah, which is quite nice. nice. But, um, yeah, it's, it's it's just, you know, you put all that time into it. Like I say, I got to the Carling Cup final, and there's, what, about five five matches, and each one of those takes effort, doesn't it? And mm-hmm. then, But, you know, if I lose, I just let it go. Sorry, Gareth, I'm going into what I've been playing this week. That's all really, right. We should be on, what's Gareth been playing this week? Uh, I've pretty much given you all Other- that I've been playing. To be honest. Right, so for one of the first times ever, I'm actually going to talk about a current game, um, <gasps> Wolfenstein. Oh shit! I'm yeah. excited. Thank you. See, we've got a game that's actually come out, and I'm about to talk about that game that's just literally come out. Oh, I want to know how bad it so, is. <laughs> that is rude, Gareth. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. I'm not the sort of guy that would just go out and buy a bad game. Okay. I was expecting it to be a bad game, right? Mm-hmm. That's alright. As are, as are you. Oh, yeah. I was going through the reviews yesterday before, and I thought uh, on Metro, Game Central, which is the namesake of our thing, they gave it a nine. 
Now, Game really? Central don't yeah, Game Central's don't give out a nine very easily. I think Game Game Spot gave it an eight, hmm. and I think Game Traders gave it around the same. And you know, I have played it for about two, three hours now, and it's I'm not going to say it's brilliant, but they've got all the basics right. The, the feeling of the shooting is just spot on, and it feels so impactful when you get a shotgun and you shoot someone. I mean, the um, the minigun that you get, which is a like, detachable uh, gun turret, it just chews pe- people to shit, and their heads just explode and all sorts. And uh, it's really old school. People have been saying that, that it's old school. You have to go around and, you know, like back in the old days, like Serious Sam and stuff, you mm-hmm. would pick up like two bits of health, four bits of health, five bits of health, which does get a bit annoying, and you collect little pieces of armour rather than like regenerating shield and regenerating health. Okay. Um, it's really challenging as well. Uh, I think graphically, who's watching telly? No one. There's a dog barking. <laughs> no, a dog barking. Unless you're watching a program about dogs barking. I'm not. Guys. Well, I assume that's all you can hear. I'm not. I haven't got a telly on out. I don't think it's me. Let me take my earphones off a sec. No, there are some people in the next you know, garden over talking. Coronation but... Street. No. Oh. No. Right. Sorry about that. I lost my trailer fault. As a next generation game, it's not going to blow you away. I got it for the Xbox One, and it does just look like a, a graphical update, which isn't going to be amazing. So you play as um, like Captain Blaskovitz. I think that's his name. It's it's, it's quite. Uh, it's not really referred to much, but that's you're the, on a plane. Isn't that the name of the guy from the original Castlevania? Wolfenstein. Yes. Why? Yes. Oh. Yes, I think well, when it comes to this time, we all start... I don't know what it is. Maybe it's st- um, having Skycom for too long. It interferes with your brainwaves. <laughs> Normally I'm fine. I think it's just because it's so hot. Yeah, I think that's oh. what it is. So anyway, it, I think it is the guy from, from the original Wolfenstein. You're tasked with uh, going to uh, destroy like a Nazi compound. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know this, but Nazis are quite nasty. Are they really? Um, so you go in there, yeah, you have a fight with them, and... Oh. You're going after a man called Scar. No, something face. <laughs> I know it doesn't sound like I know what I'm going on about. <laughs> things are happening so fast. Uh, you just get yeah, he's just basically got a messed up face. He basically ends up catching you, and then you get blown out of the place. Uh, you get shrapnel to the head, and you're in kind of like a vegetative state for 13 years. And the game kind of takes you on this journey where you're just sitting there, and things are changing around you as the years passed. Then suddenly the Nazis come in and they're saying they're going to close down this asylum that you've been staying in for the last 13 years and they start to kill the doctors and stuff. But then you suddenly come to and you just regain your senses kind of just to stab the guy through the neck. And then that's kind of where the game starts properly. So it's kind of like saying that he's this old school guy that's in like a new school genre, which is basically what Wolfenstein is. So it's like set 13 years after what he's used to. So now you're going against the Nazi army and you catch a Nazi general and you ask him where the resistance are being held, the people that you used to work with. And that's where I've got to at the moment. But like I say, the basics are sublime. They're absolutely brilliant. And um, it does, it feels, I can't emphasize enough. You guys will know what I mean. When you play a first person shooter, you'll pull the trigger and it just feels right. It feels impactful. You feel every bullet just hitting it. It's like, 
and you could just hear it hitting. It, it's so visceral. It, it's, it's really nice. When you pull that trigger, you get the feedback. Um, I probably wouldn't uh, recommend it for a full price game because I can see it not having much replay value. But if you can pick it up for around twenty nine ninety nine, and I know it's going to be one of these games that drop in price a lot. Yeah. Um, so hopefully I'm going to have it um, completed by next week in time for Watch Dogs. <laughs> I quite like Watchdog. Um, it's got um, Anne. Go on. Anne, what's yeah. her name? Go on. No, you got it. Come on. Anne. 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 <laughs> Hi, I'm Anne, and this is uh, the weakest link. Yeah. I'm Anne. Mm-hmm. No, you're so Anne close. Dan. I know. What's her name? John Claude Anne Dan. De- <laughs> Re. Oh, yeah, that's it. Anne Ru. No. So, <laughs> I'm trying to give you a cl- <laughs> Rob. Rob. Oh, Anne Robinson. Yeah, yeah. He's the main character. Flipping go. And it, thank, there you flipping go. <laughs> so I hope I'm going to be getting that next week. Anyone else getting Watch Dogs next week? Uh, Great. If they send me a free one. <laughs> uh, cool. Have you asked them, go? Uh, I asked them a while ago. I might re-ask them this week. Yeah, you need to re-ask them. It's not like... like Make sure Gareth is at the top of the priority list. <laughs> I know. Well, Gareth who? You know, Gareth Williams emailed us five months ago. Oh, yeah, obviously I kept that uh, kept that email. I printed it out and stuck it up on EA's official board. I know. I know. So everyone can see it when they walk in. But, yeah, get back on to them about that. I am... Um, uh, I'm looking forward I have a question about Wolfenstein. Ask me. So is it's in the style of, like, the old Wolfenstein, like Wolfenstein, Doom... Serious Sam, they're all like the same style of game. Yeah, know. but I think they've tried to add a bit more. Uh, the, I mean, they're not wide open spaces where you just shoot. Right. It's, it's kind of like a corridor shooter uh, mixed with um, a bit more story behind it. There's a bit more reason as to what you're doing. It's not like mindless blasting like Doom. Okay, but it's There's... not like a Call of Duty where it's just loads of story and stuff. No, it's, it's not. And there's a very good stealth mechanic as well that. You know, if you're not detected, you can pretty much go through putting your knife through people's skull. Huh. Uh, and it doesn't feel tacked on. It doesn't feel inconsistent like what happened with Far Cry 2. Um, so it's more like Far Cry 3 where you can you kind of come to a, a situation and you can deal with it as you want. It's not as open, obviously, as Far Cry 3. But if you come to, you know, you go along a corridor mm. and then you come across a room, there'll be guards in there and you can pretty much go about it how you choose. I'm sure. So yeah, you can go in all guns blazing, or you can use the stealth option, which is more rewarding. But obviously, it takes a little bit more time, and I can see it becoming quite hard. I've got it on the second to last hardest difficulty level, and it is it is quite challenging because obviously your health doesn't regenerate, and the checkpoints are quite far away from each other. So there'll be like a checkpoint full of Nazis, and it can take like ten minutes. Especially if you're doing it in stealth. But then if you die, you go right back outside of the checkpoint on like the side of the road. So it adds tension and your health bar will only go up to the nearest 20. So if it's on 16, it'll go up to 20. If it's on 36, it'll go up to 40. So it will only go up by 20 points each time. So, you know, if you're on 20 life out of 100, you, you, you can take the opportunity to go for stealth. To kind of re reactivate, kind of reassess the situation and go for it how you want. But yeah, it's really good. Like I say, next week I'd have finished it, so I'll be able to yeah. 
tell you straight away. But it's weird that these games are coming out on Tuesday. Watch Dogs is out on Tuesday as well. So it's kind of like a worldwide release with America, isn't it? That's crazy. Like, I literally ignored everything about this Wolfenstein game. Because so I, like, I just assumed it'd be shit. Yeah. I didn't even realise it was coming out this yeah. week, to be honest. <laughs> I That's thought, what I'm I thought, about, I, I yeah. thought it was coming out like end of the year, like even maybe. Don't think there'd been that much information about it, and <laughs> yeah. then all of a sudden it was out, and I was like, "What?" And, and it's right. like I, I wasn't going to get it. I was going to wait until it was like twelve pound on Zavi, but then because it was, it is one of those games that you kind of think, "Oh, okay, I'll wait for that to come down in price, and I might give it a bash." But it, it's it's literally. I'm not like we were saying last week when there's games where you know, like The Last of Us, where you say, "Play this if you don't think it's." amazing i'll kill myself there's games that you kind of you can guarantee someone will like i'm not going to go out there and say gareth you've got to buy it now because you're going to love it mm-hmm. it's either you're going to either love it or you're just going to think oh it's all right and be quite critical of it because i can see some of the mechanics like the non-generated health if you like old school shooters where you've got 20 percent of health left and you're literally got 10 bullets and you're hiding behind the wall hoping that no one's going to find you because you don't, you haven't got a shield to kind of thing, and in, in that way, it kind of breaks up the gameplay. It's not like Halo, where you go behind the wall, go, and then you just come out guns blazing again. You know, it hasn't got that kind of rhythm. It can be quite, you know, on edge. Sometimes you feel really powerful, but I suppose that's good. It depends what guns you've got. If you're holding two machine guns, which is really, really satisfying, right trigger, left trigger, hold them both down, clear a corridor, people just flying everywhere. It's been compared to Inglorious Bastards as well. It's got that kind of comedy behind it where it doesn't take itself too seriously and you're like a band of guys that just go around blowing up Nazis actually. But yeah, you know, it's a strong eight. I wouldn't say it's pushing a nine, but it's definitely a strong, strong eight. And uh, the other thing I'm playing at the moment is... PS Vita, you know, I feel that I'm playing games to justify the Vita rather than <laughs> playing them because I'm enjoying it. I know that sounds stupid, but I'm playing God of War, I'm enjoying it, but mm-hmm. there's no reason I couldn't play them on my PlayStation 2. But I'm playing them because I've got a Vita. Okay. And it, it, it's stuff like that. And, I, you know, I'm kind of getting annoyed because there'll be really good sales on. Like I got Ridge Racer uh, for £5 the other day. Nice. Ridge Racer, I love that game. I played it on 3DS, excellent. I played it on, uh, obviously, PlayStation, absolutely excellent. Um, I get it, I download it, start playing it, and it's got, like, three tracks. <laughs> three tracks. I was pissed. It was more like a demo. Yeah. Three tracks, and I think about three cars. There's no story mode. There's no. There's nothing. You can race against ghosts of other people across the world. And you could do one-off time trials. Hmm. And I'll say this to anyone now. If you like Ridge Racer and you've got a 3DS, you should play Ridge Racer on 3DS. It's such... Mm-hmm. It's. I don't know if you played it, Guy. I haven't, but... No, you can pick up for like £3, something stupid now. Yeah. But the mechanics in that game are superb. The drifting mechanic, the way that you can shave seconds off times, the way you want to keep perfecting yourself... And it'll always be that one more go because you know it's your mistake. When you perfect a lap and you come first, you go mm-hmm. up against some really hard... It's like, it's like a grid-based map that you go through and it gets harder every time you go throughout your career. And towards the end of that map, you'll face like, a boss character. I think one of them's like Pac-Man. It's a bit strange, but it's brilliant. And Pac-Man, it, you get really annoyed because they drive perfectly. 
but yeah. you've got to also drive perfectly to beat them. And it's like it, it's it's not an easy game. It's really really difficult, but it's so rewarding. Mm. And I think games on the Vita, oh, it, it, it's it's annoying. The Vita is an annoying piece of equipment. It's like they games makers apologetically make games, or they've been asked to make a game, so they do the bare minimum of what they're supposed to do. God mm. of War's great, but it's only great as in it's great as a PSV game as something to play if you're on the bus. You know, it's 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 not got amazing graphics. It's a bit rough. The audio is a bit shit. And you know, I'm really disappointed to hear that Borderlands Two isn't that great either. I think uh, it got a five point seven on game trailers because it's Borderlands. You know, playing a fast-paced first-person shooter on a handheld console like that isn't the best. Loading times are supposed to be ridiculous. Mm. You know, pop up is supposed to be ridiculous. You know, these are, this is not what you want when you're on a bus. You know, you don't want to be sitting there waiting for the loading screen, looking at women. You know, you want to be just looking down, playing the games. And you know, the thing is, I've been playing a lot of Hot Shots Golf because it is easy, it's accessible. I don't, and I did Metal Gear Solid because that was like two pound. And I don't know why I do it to myself. Like I hate Metal Gear Solid. I hate the the way it plays. I hate the way that you have to press X to duck and then you press it again to get down on the floor. It's so clunky. And I'm playing Metal Gear Solid One, thinking, "Oh, it's on PS Vita. It's going to be amazing." But funnily enough, I have the same problems that I have when I've played it on every single other system. Funnily, that isn't it. But <laughs> I'll give it another go just because I really want to get into Metal Gear. And I think Metal Gear is the only game series that I just haven't got on with and people keep going it's amazing and I'm like please show me how show me why it's amazing and there's so many other gaming series that I get and I like it I'm like okay yeah I get why that's good but with Metal Gear Ground Zeroes I absolutely loved but that's because they kind of updated it but the whole sticking up against walls and stuff and it's so fiddly and I, I, I don't get it I remember many, many, many years ago now watching my dad play some Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this looks cool, this looks cool. And since then, like, the last time I saw a Metal Gear Solid game properly was like Metal Gear Solid 4. I don't know what yeah. the fuck's going on in that game. It's like no. some Japanese fever dream. And it's like the difference between Solid and 4, just they look like completely different universes. Yeah. I don't see it any way... You could play those games and know what the fuck is going on. By I four. think people like to pretend they know what's going on. <sighs> people are idiots, man. And I've also... <laughs> yeah, they are. Been playing GameCube, which is absolutely what? brilliant. GameCube. Have you really? Yeah. I love the GameCube. What have you been playing? Well, the thing is, it's like in the game. I've been now. playing Super Smash Brothers, guys. Oh, Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would never call you guys for a start. So That's don't true. And start giving yourself a nickname. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointment. Right. I'll call you guys. Oh, don't. Yeah. I mean, I never really, you know, address either of you in any great capacity on this <laughs> podcast, but when I do, uh, you can bet your bottom dollar it'll be by the name of Gaz. There you yeah. go. Good old Gaz. <laughs> Like Don't worry, I won't call you guys then. <laughs> Fuck you. So I've got the Sega Saturn set up, the Dreamcast, the PlayStation 2, the Xbox. Sorry, did you say you've been at work game. this week? Who, me? Yeah, doesn't sound like you have. What, because I've got... Sounds like you've been getting all your consoles game. out. 
No, I bet you're you're still living around boxes, aren't you, guy? No, I, I, yeah. Yeah, you are. Because <laughs> you're the kind of guy that will just go, Oh, oh no! Yeah. Um, I hate to draw attention back to myself. Yeah, I bet you do, I've yeah. just thought so of something else that we played. <laughs> something else that I've played this week that isn't Can FIFA. Can you wait till after me? All right, sorry. All right, sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Right, so... <laughs> I've got them all, all out now. I've got all the retro games and stuff. And, uh, you know, it doesn't take a long while, guy. I can still go to work. I just come home and press on on the GameCube. It doesn't really take that long. Um, right. So I've been playing SSX Free. Okay. Which, you know, is one of my favourite games ever. I don't know if either of you played it when it was back in the day. Um, but it's just funny how hard these games actually are. Even PlayStation 2 games like Manhunt and things that I just breezed through back in the day, I'll put on now and, you know, you go to an old save file on SSX3 and I'm like near the last kind of races. Mm-hmm. And it's just totally crazy how hard these things are. And I think we are becoming kind of desensitized to the difficulty level of how things are supposed to be. Um, I went on a Devil May Cry 3 old file on my PlayStation 2 got destroyed totally <laughs> straight away splinter cell destroyed the you know, most, max pain 2 destroyed the most recent example of that for me is um i was trying out my game capture thing like a year ago and yeah. i put bayonetta in after not playing bayonetta for like a year and that yeah. that game's like requires nine hands i don't know yeah. how i ever completed that game it's ridiculous and that's what i'm saying if you were to go back on some of the older games now with your old save files and where whereabouts you got up to, you'd be like, how the hell did I ever get up to this point? And I think our game is... I don't remember the last time I played a game, and I was like, fuck's sake, and I've had to keep going at it and going at it. I kind of play games in autopilot now. I don't know if that's like you people. Um, you put you put it in, you play it, do it, take it out. Super Meat Boy was the last game like that for me. I yeah. Think. But they're kind of exceptions rather than the rule. Yeah, they are, yeah. And you'll find that even games like SSX3, which is just made by EA, casual as anything, really got some depth to it, and it's hard to play. And you have to land the the snowball. And comparing it to the new SSX, which I thought was a joke, it was on Xbox 360. Yeah, that game was You don't really have time to jump. Awful game. SSX3, for me, is by far the highlight of the series. Some people like Tricky. I don't. Okay. There you go. Gaz, sorry, mate. I don't like Right, so that sums it up. Guy, guy has been playing some form of Wii Save shit. Save us, Guy. Well, I played some Kaplunk Friday. No, no, wait, wait, right, wait, wait. Okay, okay. I'm waiting, okay. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. That's, that's not, I did play Kaplunk. Okay. And I maybe played some pop we, 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 we might have played a bit of Pop-Up Pirate as well. But what I actually remembered that we played is Bomberman. Soggy Biscuit. Which Bomberman? Um... I had Bomberman on PS1, and I was like, yes, I got Bomberman on PS1, I've just moved, I know where it is, let's play it, four-player. Um, and then, unfortunately, we couldn't get the PS3, obviously PS3 plays PS1 games, but none of the controllers were working. Oh. Um, it was weird, we could figure out. But then I remembered I had Bomberman Ultra from the PSN store, uh, which is basically just, just Bomberman. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of different game modes and setups you can have and stuff, so we sat and played that four-player for like three hours, which was a ridiculous amount of fun. Wow. Full player Bomberman. Full player Bomberman is like classic. But this, this you is might enough. even say it's better no. for full player no, multiplayer. No, you would never say that. Why would you say that? Oh, it's not true. 
and Super Smash Bros. Um, see, thought I'd, thought I'd be posh, just to rub it in. <laughs> but but this is the thing as well. It's like if you've got four friends around now, it's like what do you play? You, you, there's nothing. I'm lucky like, to even, have four friends. Let alone four friends around my that's house. That's what I'm saying, guy. You're showing <laughs> off now, and I can tell when you're showing off. <laughs> right? I well, might if, if even if I had four friends. There's no <laughs> games. Even games like Need for Speed don't have a two-player. You know, local get multiplayer get is Wii U. The Wii U is local multiplayer. That's what you want a Wii U for. Buy Skate Two. That's got pass and play multiplayer. I don't want to. Did you ever used to play like a uh, horse and stuff on Tony Hawk's? Yes. Yeah. That was one of my. Was... I used to just put like is they. And That's like, the oh, one oh, word oh, we don't say, Rob. Yeah. Can you blank it out? I can blank then, out please. the word, but I can't blank out you spelling it. Yeah, you can do bib. <laughs> bib. Bib. There you go. Done. Uh, but I'm looking at the old consoles now. GameCube, four controller ports. Mm-hmm. Dreamcast, four controller ports. Mm-hmm. Xbox, four controller ports. Mm-hmm. And it was built around people sitting together in their living rooms playing games. You know, some of my greatest childhood memories is playing games with my Uncle Rick. And, you know, if I last day, I have to take off a piece of my clothing. Um, <laughs> he always won that because sometimes when I went around his house, my controller would kind of short out and it wouldn't work. And I'd always say to him, my controller keeps going off. I think there's a loose wire. And he never believed me. He was like, no, next layer of clothing off. And he, he was mad. But that was brilliant. And I remember playing around my friend's house as well, um, Pro Evolution Soccer, two-player. I remember he had a younger brother and you'd just punch him in the face if he lost. And the amount of fights you have over multiplayer is ridiculous. Multiplayer Need for Speed, multiplayer Medal of Honor we used to play, multiplayer everything. Everything had a multiplayer mode. Tony Hawk's was incredible for multiplayer and that's dying now. And Guy, you can attest, you know, how much of a good time, how messy was it? You guys just all around just playing Bomberman. Guy, it was brilliant. See? And it was nice. But it's better than sitting there with bloody headsets on, eating burgers with Americans, shooting each other with a laggy connection that doesn't even work. I think once Mario Kart Mario Kart 8 comes out, which I'm really looking forward to, that'll be a good... That'll be the next big local multiplayer thing for me. See, but then it's buying the controllers as well, yeah. I've got, got loads. Because obviously the Wii U, you just use the Wii controllers. I've got well, bloody tons of those pieces of crap. Go on, guy. Gareth, what? you said it looks shit. How does it... No, how does Mario it look Kart shit? Mario looks terrible. No, what's wrong with you? How does it look terrible? It looks like they've completely messed up all the physics of a Mario Kart game. No, they haven't. There's, you know, I don't I thought that maybe the anti-gravity thing was just a gimmick, but I watched a, watched a few track... Uh, track run-throughs and stuff, and some of it, it looks like it's uh, used quite well to actually make it the circuits more exciting. Pretty much the point at um, which they lost me. Well, first of all, it was double dash, but then it was any time you could do a trick, like off a jump. Fuck you, Nintendo! I want to do a fucking trick. I'm going to be taking this shit seriously. This is Mario Kart. This isn't some fucking kids' game. This is Go serious on. fucking business. You I want to be able to hop. Into a skid, and then skid, power up that jump. skid by snaking, and then boom, boost away. 
Oh, I don't have to yeah. fucking Fair do enough. a little fancy skid where I'm doing a little trick, do a little backflip off a jump to get a speed yeah, boost. Yeah, Fuck that shit. Yeah, guy. Fair enough. Double Dash is the worst game. I yeah. fucking hate Double Dash so much. I'm sure Double Dash uh, hates you. Tell Double us Dash about, can suck my balls. Guy, I remember when Gareth, he got so excited about Double Dash. He went to the off-license or wherever he used to buy games and he bought it. Uh, and when you put it into the GameCube, Gareth, how did you feel when you first played it? Uh, I could tell instantly that something was wrong. Something wasn't quite right. Uh, Mario had this look in his eye. He was looking at me like, get it out now. the back of my car. He, it was like he was reading from a script, you know, someone had a gun to his head whilst he was reading it. He, yeah, was, yeah. he was like, pick me! But his, his eyes were saying, like, run. Don't pick me, run. And then, in the end, I, I picked him and... Uh, I regret it ever since. Well, that sounds like a, um, a flashback for another podcast. Do you want to uh, hear how genuinely much I hated Mario Kart Double Dash? Let's hear how you, much you genuinely hated it. Somebody at my school said, oh, have you got that new Mario Kart? Can I borrow it? And I was like, yeah. And I never even asked for it back. Wow. Whoa! I just, I just, they, I just let them have it. I Did never you feel saw sorry? that game again. I don't give a really? fuck. No. Did you... Did you feel like? Um, did you feel like embarrassed to ask for it back? <laughs> I just I didn't even care. I wasn't even angry. No. Did you feel like he was doing you a favour? I won't go that far. He was a prick, oh. but yeah. But... but he probably liked the game. I don't even care. Terrible game. Know. Fuck off, Mario Kart. Ugh. Right. So <laughs> before. Before Gareth gets into a uh, frenzy, uh, it's been a lovely time with you two today. I've really enjoyed it. At times, it's been quite, quite, uh, quite touching and tender, and other times it's been quite rump- rupturous. But it's never been anything other than informative. Um, Gareth, <laughs> I look forward to hearing your new podcast with Don Corleone Goss. Uh, uh, I'm sh- sorry, uh, Gareth. I, I was going to say. Uh... I have a little mini announcement. Oh, yes. Oh, Gareth's got a little mini. I will be doing another giveaway this weekend, so people oh, know. Yeah. I'll be giving away uh, a bundle of games. Does, does nine it got Mario games. Kart Double Dash in it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh. Suck a dick. It's got nine games in oh! it. <laughs> it's already got one it... in his mouth right now, to be fair. You can... Sorry, Gareth. Go ahead. <laughs> so, if you check on my Twitter on Friday, you could maybe win Risen, uh, Sacred Citadel, Risen 2, Sacred 2 Gold Edition, Metro 2033, Saints Row 2, Saints Row the 3rd with all the DLC, Dead Island Game of the Year Edition, and Dead Island Riptide the Complete Edition. All given away this weekend on and Game Banter Twitter? on Twitter. At Game Banter on Twitter. At Game Banter. That's very good. Guy, have you got any sort of Twitter page? Um, it's good. Nope. It's, it's like <laughs> Leeds, Leeds Bang at Sex. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Trying a bit hard right, now. Uh, <laughs> and that's what she said. Uh, another <laughs> announcement for me. I will be going to games... Oh, yeah, I'll be going to games. I'll be going to MCM Comic-Con, which is held... No, Rob, you're going to put people off going if you tell them that. 
Yeah, well, I hope so. So then it won't stink so much. And I'll have more room to go around and buying toys. Hopefully I'll take a dictaphone so I can do some interviews. We can include them in the podcast. Um, hopefully I'll be able to look at women as well, because that's the main reason we all go, even the women. So what you're saying so, is, if a Game oh, Central member sees you, definitely go up to you because you'll definitely interview them, and it'll definitely. Well, be they won't podcast. even know what they won't know what I look like. So they will. They'll recognise your asshole from the South Park thing. <laughs> yeah, is that your asshole in your jeans? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just come around and asked everyone to look at their assholes just to make sure. Okay. Well, that has been absolutely fantastic. Guy, have you got any other in, uh, announcements to make? I've just made an announcement. Gareth's made an announcement. I, and I think you should. Um, I haven't got any announcements to make, to be honest. Well, that's nice. Have you watched any children's films lately? <laughs> what? I don't Possibly. Have you? Possibly. What? Frozen? Nope. What was the children's film? Um, Peter Pan. Cannibal Holocaust. What was that like? (laughs) You watched that with Gary Glitter. Please put Peter Pan on, guy. That's one of my favourite films, that. Right, so anyway, it's been an absolutely lovely podcast, guy. Thank you. Thank you for joining us in the caravan today, the caravan at Grand. I've been Rob Walker. He's been Gaz Williams. And his friend over there is Guy Whitlock. Thank you very much. And join us next week for podcast number 2020. Thank you. Bye. Bye. No, say, whoa, sorry. <laughs> say goodbye together, please. Otherwise, it looks a bit weird. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, God, no, that was horrible. <laughs>